It's the holiday season. That's why you're hearing these sound effects. And in Catalonia, one part of the Christmas tradition is the cagane in the nativity scene. The cagane we had never heard of before really just a couple moments ago. Online to tell us about it is Mark Ignasi Corral. He's a member of a society called the Friends of the Cagane. Well, the Cagane is a small figure we put in the nativities in Christmas, and it's a, a pooper. Well, it's, a, it's a guy pooping, and it's a well, quite traditional figure we use here in Catalonia in our nativities. It's quite ancient type of figure. We used, we used to put it somewhere quite hidden, like behind a cave, behind a tree, whatever. But, well, in recent years, it has become a very, very, very popular figure, and uh, making any sort of characters like politicians, sportmen, or Hello Kitty, for instance, or Darth Vader, or, or the Queen of England, or even uh, Obama. So so I would ha- have, say, that the que- uh, a little figure of the yes. Queen, Queen of England pooping. Yes. Uh, or Hello Kitty pooping, yes. Well, so how does this, how did this tradition begin? You think of an, a, a regular nativity scene, you've got, I guess... Joseph and Mary, you have the yes. baby Jesus. Yes. You got the three wise men. Yes. So at what point did then the Kagane come into the nativity scene? Or, or what prompted ago. it? That was centuries ago, around the 16th, 17th century, or maybe even older. Uh, different theories. One would be very anthropological, like uh, closing the circle in the sense that uh, you eat some food and then you poo and then that goes to the the land, to the soil, and that goes to the plant, and then you eat the plant back again. It would be like closing the nature circle. That's, I think, too philosophical. And then it would be more like uh, breaking the rules or going against establishment, like the funny thing, right? So okay. Some theory said that in ancient times, well, the babies, what do babies do? They eat, they pee, and they poo. So when they were looking for an activity, have you put already the poop, like meaning the, the, the young baby? And here in Catalonia, we're quite scatological. For instance, we, instead of having Santa, we have a, a pooping log. So it's locked that will kick, and then we'll pull the, the presents, Christmas presents, all right? So we are sort of very scatological here in our culture. Did you say it's a pooping log? Yes, a pooping log. A log that poops? Yes. You will go to the forest, get a nice log, and then you would take it home, and you would feed it with water and dry bread. And then Christmas Eve or Christmas, you would cover the lock with a blanket. And then you send the kids somewhere else. And then you put the presents under the blanket, and then they come with long sticks and start kicking the lock and singing songs that if you don't, if you are not to pull lots of things, I would kick you strong. And then they remove the blanket, and then they find the, the presents, and they... They go back again somewhere else, they put more presents, put the, the blanket on, and that's the way that the log poops the, the Christmas presents. Oh, so the I, log, it poops presents? Yes. I find that as- astonishing. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, I'm, just to be clear, the Kagane, is, um, is there actual poop? Yes, yes, you can see, yes. Well, oh. It's made, it can be plastic or ceramic or whatever. Yes, you, you can, you go internet, you go Google, you write Kagane, you put even Hello Kitty, and probably there's pictures from the front and the back. So what's um, your favorite in, in your collection, your favorite Kagane? Oh, they're different. I've got a, a plastic one which represents Dali. Uh-huh. But I've got a small collection in a case, it's around 150 Kagane, so 
not much to pick around. All right, I want to interrupt. So uh, what's about to happen is Mike is about to ask a question, and uh, Mark is, is not going to hear the question correctly, but we um, we still want to leave it in. Does the Dali, is he, is he pooping surreal poop? No, it's not real poop. It's plastiline poop. It's f- the poo is always the same material than the Kazanese done. You don't really get. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's a representation of the poo. You don't. It's not. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, no, you don't really get. The, 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 well, that would be very, very melly. Uh, <laughs> no, it's made of the same material. If, uh, you know, it's got the plastic Kazanese. You've got the plastic poo. Yes. Well, Mark, thank you so much for telling us about this. You're very welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is How to Do Everything. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. You remember we asked you to send in weird food combinations that you like, but that other people think are weird. And you've been sending in tons of them. Every day we get new super gross combinations. We haven't been able to eat. Uh, really for an entire week. But we are going to try at least one of them right now. Uh, Micah, what's your odd food combination? Well, I don't think it's an odd food combination, but other people think it's an odd food combination. Uh, it's ketchup on French toast. That is odd. <laughs> We're talking about sweet, syrup, that kind of French toast. Yeah, yeah. Like with cinnamon and ice yeah. and sugar and all that in it, yeah. How did you come upon this combination? Well, I was raised like that. You know what? I didn't realize it was odd until I got married. What happened? Well, we were on our honeymoon, and my wife, being the loving person she is, she wanted to make a very nice meal for me, a nice breakfast. So I slept in, and then she made French toast, and uh, she put, you know, put vanilla in it and cinnamon and icing sugar. And then uh, so I come to the table, and take a look and where's the ketchup sweetie <laughs> <laughs> she was horrified was yeah, she really yeah yeah <laughs> and has she does she now has she moved over to ketchup and french toast no she still thinks it's bizarre she yeah. still thinks i'm very weird yeah okay that's good that's how you keep the magic <laughs> are we, we let's get right to it test this out we are going to bring in our resident taster peter sagel hey peter hey guys how how's your mood today, Peter? It's it's fine. Um, it's good. Okay, so go ahead and open I'm that. Opening up. the container. Ah, not frightening at all to look at. It's uh, it's it's French toast. All right, I'm gonna prepare it now in the uh, the manner that Micah enjoys. Ian is squeezing packets of ketchup onto the French toast. Did you guys think about how you could somehow slip this to me without me knowing what it was? Never. You didn't think about this that. This is all above board. Now I'm gonna. I just want to let you know, I'm going to eat this. Great. Be- and I just want this to, to, to go as a lesson that you don't have to try to fool me every time, that I am willing to, to eat this stuff. Fantastic. I, if I know what it is, I'm, you know. So I'm going to eat a piece of, it's hard to cut. Okay, this is French toast with ketchup. What, uh, before you take that bite, uh, what's your, um, give me a prediction on how you're going to uh, feel well, about Well, I mean, I like French toast, mm-hmm. and I like ketchup, so one would think that I'd like them both together. In addition, ketchup is good on fried things, and French toast is fried. Mm. Yeah. So it might be good. It might be better than I think. I'm actually I'm not anticipating I'll hate it. So Great. here we go. Should I try it? Go, go for it. No, it's not good. No, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. My hopes are dashed. It's just, no, don't do that. Okay. Noth- nothing redeeming? No. 
I mean, and it, it should be better because people eat ketchup on egg. Yeah. People eat ketchup on bread. People eat ketchup on fried things. You have an eggy bread fried thing, and mm-hmm. yet the ketchup I don't think is good. What do you think? Uh, I I actually I don't I like it. I uh, I wouldn't choose it. I would still go maple syrup or, yeah. or plain, but it does sort of bring out the savory quality of the French toast. You mm-hmm. know. As opposed to the sweet quality. Anything you want to say to Micah for bringing I, this I into I think, your life? Micah, that uh, I think that's allowable. Next time, if your marriage collapses and you start dating again, you should let people know early. Just say, hey, you know, I'm really interested in you, and I think you're interested in me, and yeah. I, I really want to see where this goes, but I really feel you should know I eat ketchup with my French toast. And yeah. see what they say, because, I mean, you need to lay that out. You're saying don't wait until your honeymoon. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yep. You know, we should ask an expert about these combinations, someone who knows about cook making food, putting meals together. An expert who is currently on a book tour and so will talk to us. Renowned chef Jacques Pepin. So, chef, what's your weird food combination? Well, I tell you, strangely enough, when I came to this country and it's over 50 years ago, the first time... Uh, well, it was my wife. When she served me an apple pie with cheddar cheese on top, I said, this is weird, putting cheese on apple pie, which now I love. However, one time I was invited by a friend of mine who was Greek, and it was Easter. For Easter, they do a baby lamb. I was a guest of honor, so they give the head to the baby lamb to the guest of honor. Uh-huh. In the head, they give you the eye. So you had two big eye on my plate. Mm. Well, I drank like two glasses of ouzo to make that thing go through, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. So really, anytime there's food that you're uncertain about or food you know you don't like, you just pair it with ouzo. I have uh, either ouzo or a big glass of wine. Yes, I swallow, and uh, I have a big mouth, so uh, I can do that without even tasting the food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two people submitted, uh, more than two, submitted Doritos combined with something. Have you, Jacques, have you had a Dorito? Oh, yeah, yeah, Dorit- Dorito is great. I use it like on a tartare or stuff like that. I crumble it right on top of it. I use it in a black bean soup. I crumble the Dorito on top of it, too. Wow. Uh, and I put sliced banana in addition. So that, yes, that's great. So uh, someone wrote in, and they suggested Doritos and mayonnaise together. Dorito and mayonnaise, that should be very good. Yep. Dorito and mayonnaise, absolutely. I'm for it. Where is she? Can she invite me? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question about there's a, I read about this cheese. Uh-huh. I can't. I, it's French. I can't pronounce it without it. But it's start. It's spelled E P P. Olipuas, yeah, right. And it's it smells so bad apparently yeah. that it's banned from public transportation. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that true? Well, it, what you do, you know, when you go in the subway and you don't have any place to sit, you get an Olipuas with you. Everyone moves, and you have a place to sit. That's really. What you do. That's what you use it for. <laughs> no, I love Apoise. I mean, with red wine, there is nothing better than that. That That is actually a great tip about the stinky cheese, that you could use it to get a seat on the subway. We're going to test it out. Nadia, our producer, and our intern, Candace, have gotten this cheese that uh, Pepin talked about. They're headed out now to try this on the subway. Oh, here's our train. Oh, great. It's packed. <laughs> I feel really bad. I'm starting to feel really bad. Yeah, there are no seats, so we're gonna have to stand here with the cheese. 
Okay, Candace. I'm just going to open the plastic grocery bag holding there. the wooden container holding the cheese wrapped in plastic. And I just want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Um, so we, this, we brought this cheese on the, on the train that is actually banned on the Paris Metro because it, it smells so bad. Can you smell it from here? Uh, I did smell something when, when you guys came in, but I was in shows faint. And then it went away. I guess maybe we got used to it. Did you did you smell anything? No, I didn't smell anything. All right. Okay. I've done it a bunch of times, so you seem to be negatively affected at this point. Right. <laughs> Once you dig in a few times, you'll get used to it. Oh yeah. 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 I think it's not bad actually. It's really something. <laughs> uh, acrid. We'll go with acrid. Yeah. Have you guys smelled worse things on the on the out? Oh yeah. Urine, urine. Yeah. Sure, that's sure. Yeah. Maybe they don't have that problem in France. So. <laughs> do you guys want to try? Do you want to try some? Um, I'll pass on that. Maybe you're more adventurous than me. No. <laughs> I think it's probably smart not to accept cheese, stinky cheese from strangers on the train. We're. We're checking to see how smelly this cheese is. Oh, I smell this things. <laughs> Have you smelled uh, worse things on the chain? Yeah. <laughs> like what? We don't even want to discuss. Just horrid. <laughs> hey, we want to tell you about our sponsors who sponsor us. You know, like Stamps.com. Stamps.com who want you to know that with the holiday fast approaching, the post office is getting busier by the minute. Stamps didn't have to tell you that. You knew that already. That's why you're hearing these sound effects. What sound effects? Avoid the hassle and use stamps.com. Instead, with stamps.com, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for all of your letters and packages using just your computer and printer. Sign up for stamps.com and use the promo code EVERYTHING for a four-week trial and special offer, including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone, and type in everything. But that's not all. Support for this show also comes from Casper. Casper is an online retailer for mattresses. Casper mattresses are American-made and obsessively engineered for comfort. They use two technologies. Get a load of this. Latex foam and memory foam. And those two things combined give just the right amount of sink and bounce. They have a risk-free trial. You can try out your Casper mattress for 100 days with free delivery and returns. It's outrageous comfort, they say, at a polite price. So go to casper.com slash everything to check out their options. And they have a special offer for listeners of this podcast. Use the promo code everything to redeem $50 toward a Casper mattress that works for you. Now, there is something that applies, and that's terms and conditions. Yeah, that's right. Terms and conditions apply. No one else needs to apply. We got an email from Javier. Javier says he listens to How to Do Everything while on his way to ninja training. Javier, these next 15 seconds are for you. Javier, I know a little bit about ninjas, and I know that ninjas like to work at night. And they like to move silently in the night. So as you practice your night moves, I, I have to think this is the appropriate song. I was a little too tall, could've used a few pounds. 
Tide Pants. That does it for this week's show. What we learned today, Mike? Well, I learned uh, about the Kagane, which I didn't know about, the pooper in the nativity scene. I mean, you think about the three wise men who come. They bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm-hmm. You wonder if maybe there wasn't a fourth guy at one point who was just like, hold on, guys, I'm coming. No, you're not. You're not. Uh, we're not going to call you one of the wise men. You're, uh, there's three wise men and one disgusting man. I love the idea of the pooping log. I find it astounding, as I said. But I also, when you think about it, Santa Claus has, um, he seems to enjoy what he's doing. Yeah. He's, you know, he's jolly. He's happy all night. He's with his reindeer friends. Yeah. The pooping log gets dragged from its home in the woods. Yeah. Covered with a blanket and kicked by children until yeah. it poops out presents. Do you think that Santa has seen what happens to the pooping log, and that's why he sneaks in through the chimney and he gets out before yeah. anyone sees him? Because yeah. he knows that if he gets caught, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to cover him with a blanket and kick him right right in his bowl full of jelly. Come here, old man. Ho! 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 How to Do Everything is produced by Nadia Wilson with technical direction from Lorna White. Our intern this week is Stinky Candace Mattel. That just seems mean. She's... What? She's not holding the cheese she's, anymore? She has. Yeah, when she doesn't have the cheese. Oh. Completely neutral odor. I apologize, Candace. Keep sending us your weird, strange food combinations, and we'll continue to have Peter Sagel, our official food tester, taste them. Our website is howtodoeverything.org. Our email address is howto at npr.org. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Needs a, a pooper. Hey, uh, now that you're done listening to this, um, unless you just want to sit in silence, which that's fine too, NPR makes other podcasts. For example, check out Alt Latino. It is a weekly dive into the world of Latin alternative music and culture featuring sounds like psychedelic tropical music from the jungles of Peru. And Mexican folk rhythms mixed with electronica. Hear from the Latino artists changing and challenging the established order every week on Alt Latino from NPR Music at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app.